one two time for the cha-cha gang uh, Give me the cha-cha gang Rockin' with the best cha-cha gang uh, Give me the cha-cha gang uh, I like it now cha-cha gang uh, Give me the cha-cha gang Watching my bro the cha-cha gang uh, Give me the cha-cha gang Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls And my amazing members of the cha-cha nation Welcome to another episode of the Cha-Cha Spotlight Series of the Cha-Cha Music Review Podcast. My name is Afis Donova, a.k.a. your musical plug, creator of the Energy Force. And I'm back like I never left. For those of you that are new here, the Cha-Cha Spotlight Series is where I get to bring fast-rising artists. I will talk about their musical journey. The aim is to introduce the artist to the world and introduce the world to the artist. So without wasting much of your time, let me allow my guest artist for today to introduce himself. My name is Mackenzie. I go by the name Mackenzie. M C K I N Z Y. Thank you for being on the podcast today. So, um, my pleasure. Let's get into it, Mackenzie. Tell me, um, what is your real name, and how did you come about, you know, the stage name Mackenzie? Okay, my 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 real name is Akinshi David. Yes. So, uh, the name Mackenzie came about when I was in um secondary school when i was in secondary school yeah i was in ss2 at the time so we just we're just playing around we're just freestyling and yeah it came from my name akinshe my surname akinshe so there was a time a friend of mine just told me ah, why don't you just switch it up instead of just told me why not just make it sound a bit foreign just go by mackenzie and immediately said it, i just felt wow this this is actually very beautiful because it sounds a bit very um, international and catchy, very catchy. Because you can always shorten it as Kinsey most times. So I just said, okay, let me go with Mackenzie, and that's how the name came about. All right. So basically, you've been you, the name has been with you since when you were in, you know SS2, right? Yes, yes. When I was in SS2, okay, 2011. Um, was that when 2011? Now, was that when uh, you know music started for you, or music started? After that, tell us the journey of how you started music. I started music in 2010, yeah, when I was in SS1. I started singing in the church. I was in the choir okay. in 2010. Okay. So I was always singing um, the backup parts then. So that's when I started music officially. So that's how music started for me. Okay, so at what point did you decide to say, okay, as the thing be like this now, eh? Now, this music, now I won't do as my future ambition or as my career. I think that was 2015. 2015, yes. You know, I used to sing in the church and then I just found myself, I'll go online, you know, YouTube, I'll just see beats and I'll say, ah, I love this one. And I'll just freestyle, I'll write, and then that was it. That was it. Then I recorded my first song. My first song. I, I named it No Time at the time. I actually removed the song online. It's no longer online, but my first venture into music was 2015. Yeah, when I recorded a song, No Time, that was the first time I recorded in my life, 2015. So sure, you know, there are some people where we say, eh, they go look and say, okay, now the struggle now I want me to do music. Some people, now the talent now I want me to do music. So my question yeah. is, what made you decide to say, okay, you know what, this music thing is what I want to do. And also, tell us your experience. The first time you actually went to a music, uh, you know, recording studio to record a song. So, yeah, I have a very big passion for music. I love music. Every type of music. I listen to 
every type of music. Um, Fuji, high life, gospel music, akpala, R&B, blues, Afrobeats, Afro swing, every genre of music. I love music. So that's, it's just, it became, I didn't even think, I didn't know, I didn't feel I was talented at the time. I just knew, I knew that I love music. I love to listen to music. That was how it came about. It was a passion, passion for music. Not really because I felt I was talented, but it was the passion for music. That's how it started. About your first recording, tell us the experience. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The producer, I, I, I'm not really in contact with him anymore because it's been a very long time, 2015. His name is K.I. Beats. And his studio was in Festark in Lagos State. So that was the first time I recorded. It was a new experience for me. I, I felt, I was so nervous that what if I go into the studio and I just, I just go and sing nonsense. Because I had not written anything at the time. I just met the guy on, I don't even know. He just came about on my, on my BBM then. This Blackberry Messenger. I just saw him. This is person. I always, Okay, let's link up now. And we just met together. We met up in first again. And then we went into the studio. And it took me about two hours to record my first song. And it was at that point I knew that I want to continue to do this. So I was very nervous. I will not lie. I was very nervous. I was scared. I was very scared. I was thinking, what if I don't cut it? What if I drop this music? And people say, uh, this guy, you know, Sabi, you know, the critics. So I was very nervous, but... Yeah, just I pulled okay. through eventually. Oh, so um talking about critics, like you you know, rightly mentioned, now you were nervous when you did the song or what you wanted to do the song. Now you've yes. done the song, the recording, you finished with the recording and you know the song is ready. So how did you feel knowing that you know what I have my personal song, my own original song, not a cover, not you know, a backup oh, or something? Oh, I have my own original song. How was that feeling? I'm not going to lie to you, I felt over the moon. I was so over the moon. I was so happy. I was so excited. I had to tell my friends. I had to send the songs to them, even when I knew that I wasn't ready to drop the song. But it was a whole new experience for me. It was like an achievement. Like I just crossed to the other side. Like I just did something big, something huge. Um, I really, really, I, I, won't, I won't crazy that day because I don't believe him. See, I made a full song that was about three minutes long and it was crazy. And besides the fact that it was crazy, it was the song was a jam. Although that first song I recorded then, I ended up sending the song to somebody at the time. So, but in fact, the fact that somebody even bought the song for me, it made me feel like I felt encouraged. I felt like I was up to something. For somebody to listen to my song and tell me, yeah, you have not really dropped this song. Can I buy this song from you? And then I was so proud of myself that, oh, somebody wants to buy my song. Wow, that's beautiful. So, yeah, I was over the moon. I was so happy. I was excited. And I was determined to do another song. I was determined to do All right. Song. So, you were excited. You were over the moon. And you were determined to do another song. So, yes. you did that one in 2015. And somebody bought it from you. When exactly did you do, uh, you know, the next song that you could call, okay, this was my official single? Yes, that was 2020. It's titled Spotify. The fall, before 2020, you recorded a song in 2015. Then yes, I did. you waited five years to drop, you know, to drop another song. So in that five years process, what was it exactly musically now that you were up to in that five years gap before you dropped? Was it that a con- was it a conscious decision for me to say, okay, let me wait, you know, 
for my skills to get better or was it about a financial situation where oh i know get money to go studio to go record make i just steal until i get money or i just want to improve myself what was that five years gap what was it for i love this question it's a beautiful question thank you very much this is it was like a combination of everything you've mentioned now so the, there was the financial aspects then there was the okay i need to improve on myself and then again what really happened was it, it was even what prompted me to sell those songs. Because actually, in 2015, I made two songs in 2015, and I sold it to the same person. So what prompted me to actually, you know, move and say, okay, let me just move back a bit, step back a bit, and see how... was because when I later listened to those songs, yeah, they were actually really good songs. But then I started to play the guitar. And when I started to play the guitar... I started to change, it started to change my outlook on music. I started to change my opinion. I started to change how I did my music. I started to feel differently. The way music came to me before started to come differently. The way I went around my freestyles was different. The kind of lyrics. I, I, I used to do this party, party, you know, up-tempo type of music. But when I started to play the guitar, I entered into this love, emotional kind of music. And then when I got the offer to sell those songs, then I realized that, okay, this is not how I want my music to sound. When I started to play the guitar, I realized that I want to do something different. I want to start again. I want to start afresh. I want to improve on my skills. I want to brush up on my lyrics. So that was it for me. I, and then there was the financial aspect too. That one was also there, but it was mostly because I wanted to improve myself. That was it. All right. Yeah. All right. I like that. I mean, I like the fact that you took your time to say you want to improve, uh, you know, yourself, which is something that is you know, a bit quite uh, difficult these days with upcoming artists. They just want to say, oh, yes, I'm good, I'm good. A lot of people don't, you know, actually find time to fine-tune and, you know, improve themselves. So while you were talking, you mentioned about you picking up the guitar and, you know, learning how to play the guitar. So is there any other musical instruments that you can play aside from the guitar? And also, what will you actually call, you know, your style or your brand or your genre of music? So I play just the guitar because I play the acoustic, acoustic guitar. That's what I play. And then my genre of music, <laughs> I don't think it exists yet. But I would say, you know, actually, everything is on Afrobeat, you know. So, but then I will say, I do Afro R&B. You know, R&B is the slow type of music, yeah? And then Afro yeah. beats is the one that has the traditional drums. So it's a blend of the traditional African music in a not-too-fast way. Do you understand? It's not like I can't do the up-tempo beat and the up-tempo type. I've recorded different songs that are up-tempo. But my basic genre, I'll say, is Afro R&B. And Afro swing, too. Afro, Afro swing. So again, let me, um, let me ask you this. I mean... We all know that uh, when it comes to music in Nigeria, one of the um, fast rising artists, they face a lot of, you know, challenges, you know, to get them to where they want to get to. So what would you say has been your biggest challenges so far since you started doing music? Obviously, the basic, the major <clears throat> challenge everybody faces is, like as a, you know, as an upcoming artist, fast rising artist, is the financial aspect that's the major issue everybody faces. And then another thing is you know picking yourself up every day, like thinking more 
Will I be able to get to this place? Will I be able to do it? You know, that constant thought that um, people have come yeah. before me, they have been more talented people before me, and they've not. There's some people that they came out, they blew up, they didn't last up to a year, some people two years, they're gone. So those thoughts have been actually, you know, have been always on my mind. And then the challenge of blending education together with music. Yes, it's not been easy. Because I'm still in the university. So it's not been easy blending both. So those are the major challenges I'd say. Um, you said you are jogging education and school. So can you tell us more about um, you know, school life? What school are you in? What level are you in? What and how you know how exactly is the struggle being combining school and you know music together? You know how okay, let me go with my the name of my school. Ondo, Ondo State University of Science and Technology. And yes, I'm in 500 level, my final year, actually. A student of computer science. Nigerian universities, it's really very, very hard to find time to do anything other than schoolwork. Except you don't want to give your schoolwork 100. But if you want to put 100 into your schoolwork, it's very, very hard. So, you know, there are assignments, there are tests, you have to read, for exams, prepare for tests, and then you still have to say, Ah, oh, well, it's been longer. Went to the studio, I've not written for quite some time, I've been occupied. So it's like time management, basically. Time management that's the major challenge. All right, now let's talk about performances. I mean, you've been 2020, that was when you released your first official, you know, single, and this is 2022. That was about two years in between. And the fact that you are even in school, I mean, there must have been one or two gigs or one or two shows. That you must have gone to perform at. So tell me, what was it like? Number one, what was it like the first time you got on stage and you wanted to perform your song? What was that experience like? I think I I think I got it wrong. I recorded my my first official single, 2020, but I dropped it in 2021. Yeah, sorry about that. I dropped it in 2021, but I recorded it in 2020. Yeah. So the first time I performed, the first time I performed, well, that was when that was 2017 yes that was 2017 i just had to just come on and everybody said, oh my guys are just hyping me it was a show in school then it was a show in school then and my guys are just hyping me and say go and perform and i was like okay this song down to perform i actually sold the song already but you just said okay just give everybody something to listen to so i performed the songs i sold then i was very very nervous i was very very nervous because I had not performed my own song before. Although I was not too, I was not too mm, nervous as the first time I sang in the church in front of people because I was already performing in church, singing in church, steady, steady in front of people. So I already knew what it took to face people. But singing my own song was a whole different thing, you know. I was thinking, are people going to feel my song? Are they going to? What if I just come and everybody just they look me for eyes? Everybody just waiting this one. This one. So I just said, uh, well, let's do it. My friends and my friends supported me a lot. They came on stage with me and, you know, they gave me ginger. And yes, it was good. And since then, I've performed in like some other shows. What was your best performance so far? And which one will you say, oh, this was my worst performance? I just want to forget about it. I don't want to remember it. Yeah, I wouldn't say. I have a worst performance yet. I don't have a worst performance. Although I have a performance that I feel like I could have done better. Yes, that was a show I performed. It was a show in Ondo State. 
So I performed. It was good though, but I didn't. I felt like I could have done better because, well, I was not. I didn't plan it ahead of time. It was just about the had to first me to come because they didn't inform me on time. So I was told at you know last minute. So I just had to come. And the person that organized the show was a very close person to me. So I just had to come through for that person. So I didn't prepare, but it was not. It was not worse or worst, but it was not my best performance. Yes. And my best performance came in a show made in no suspect. I did a performance with the live band. With the live band, it was a live performance, and it was electric. It was mad. I got the best reviews. Some people even say. Some people say out of all because a lot of artists came that day. Some people say. I don't know. I wouldn't say it, but according to some people. They said that was the best performance of the night, according to some people. So, but that was my best performance, I would say, because I did the live band thing, and it was my first time doing a live performance with a live band. So it was electric, it was beautiful, and it was my best performance up to date. Now, um, let's talk about your song. Let's get down into the song, because your song that I heard um, is one titled 14 Years. And I'm not going to lie, and this is just a true story. So um, my uh, my very, very good friend, Charles, you know, big shout out to Charles. Charles sent me the song and honestly, the day he sent me the song, I didn't even listen to it. But about three okay. days later, my my music, uh, my songs were playing and the song came in and immediately I had the first line. I had to pause like, whoa, 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 wait. What song is this? I was like, go and check, you know, the name of the song and name of like, oh yeah, this was the song Charles sent me. And I listened and I'm like, wow, like, Honestly, oh let's. I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk too much about the song because I don't want it to sound as if, oh, maybe I'm trying to, you know, hype you That's too like much it. or yeah, hype the song too much. You understand? But I'm not going to lie to you. That song was a beautiful song. That song is a beautiful song. I love the song. So tell me, what was the thought process, you know, behind recording that song? Was it that you were trying to, you know, because that song is it, it's a love song, you know, talking about, you know, somebody you'll be crushing on for about 14 years 14 and the person years. they try to be, you know, the person they try to be Buga, like, so babe, what's up now? How far? How long yes, should I continue yes. with it? So tell me, what was the thought process? Was the song actually inspired, you know, by a true life event or is it just one of those things where you get creative and you just started to write something? He was inspired by a true life event, actually. Although it wasn't as long as 14 years, though, but it was inspired by true life events. So this is what it was. It, it, the beginning of the song went like, um, you know, all I'm wanting to be front of. So that part, it's been 14 years now, I've been crushing. That part, yeah. When I wanted to record the song, I listened to the, you know, to the beat and I was like, oh, what can I do on this song? What can I do on this song? And then my producer, Steph, Wallace Steph, big shout out to Wallace Steph, my producer, he told me, okay, what do you think you can do with this song? I said, I want it to be a love song because I love loves, love songs. So yeah, he said, okay. So think about the time where you were in love. So I knew that I've been, I've been in love more than once. So I looked at the one that pained me the most was one girl that I really liked then when I was in, I think, SS2. Yeah. So I really liked the girl and then she didn't feel the same way. So and she had a boyfriend at the time. So I thought about it, and that was the one that pained me the most. So it was, well, even after graduating, I still was on this girl's matter. She no good. So that the time I um, recorded the song was 
the year she got married, actually. So I just remember that, oh, this thing, wow, this thing don't tell you. So and I, it just came to me. And when I just sang that part, it's been 14 years now, I've been crushed. And the old song just came to me. And I just wrote the old song. So it was inspired by life. Although it was not up to 14 years, but yes, it was inspired by life. So after recording the song, did you actually send it to her? Like, oh, listen to this song, you know, or you just recorded it and did you actually tell her anything about yeah. the song? Yeah, when I said when I recorded the song and when I dropped the song, actually, I didn't send it to her when I recorded it. But when I dropped the song, then she was like, "Wow, this song is so nice." So, uh, because there was a lot of views, and then I, I told her that you remember when I was toasting you and toasting you and toasting you and toasting you and you didn't agree. And she was like, "Yes, yes, yes, yes." She remembers, and I was like, "Yes, that was when inspired the song." But it was like it's up to fourteen years. I said, uh, "Well, it's not up to fourteen years, but..." Well, that's what inspired this song. I was like, oh, that's so cute that I can start to, you know, dig in and, you know, think about that thing and put it into the music. And that was very good. And, yeah, she she actually likes the song. And she's one of the people that loves the song. And she always opposes the song and she likes it so much. So. When we were talking about the song, you know, you spoke about something that I was willing, I was going to ask you, but since you mentioned it, let's just go into that. So you spoke about your producer playing the beat for you and you thinking, what do I want to do to this song? Let's talk about, you know, your creative process in general. So how do you, do you, do you write a song first before you listen to the beat or you listen to the beat song before you think, okay, what exactly will fit into this beat or anyone that comes to your mind? That's number one. Then number two, whenever you want to write a song, what is the thought process? Do you say, okay, you are looking for something inspired by a true life, or you just get creative and you just write whatever you are going through at that moment? You know, take us through the creative process of you putting out or writing a song. This is how it works the creative process. As an artist and a songwriter, me personally, I'm always writing songs. Whether I listen to a beat or I don't listen to a beat, it could be four lines. Depending on how I'm feeling at the moment, I could be very excited. And I could just go and write something that has to do with the way I'm feeling. And it would be just four lines. And then I'll just stop it there. And then I'll keep writing and writing. And when I stop that four lines, maybe the next day another thing entirely comes to mind again. I write. Maybe the next day another thing entirely comes to mind again. I write. So, but when I want to record and I'm, I listen to a couple of beats. It might not even be a beat. It might just be a drum. A drum, just a drum, or a bounce, or a kick. So when I listen to it, I just be like, mm, this thing, they, they go well with something, the way I write. So I'll just look at it, I'll look at it, okay. And sometimes I'll just listen to a beat, and I'll start to write from the scratch. Then I'll now, when I now start writing, I'll now be like, I've written something that goes in line with what I'm writing at the moment. And I'll dig into, you know, my notes. And when I check my notes, I'll be like, oh, I'll pick one or, two, one or two lyrics from there. Then plus the one I'm writing, I'll join it together and I'll make it into a song. And sometimes it's just cool. Sometimes it's just cool. I'll just say, hey, Omo, I'm just feeling in a mood. I just want to come up with something. I, it might just be one word. It might just be one street lamb. It might just be something I heard somewhere. I'll just say, okay, I want to sing. And I want this thing to be like the title of the song. Or I want it to be part of the song. So it's, it's, it depends on my mood. It depends on how I'm feeling at any given time. So there's no, I, I'm not restricted. I'm not restricted. That's, All right. It depends it. on your mood and it depends on how you're feeling at the same time and you are not restricted. 
like that. Exactly. All right. So um, let me ask you this: Who would you say are your um? Should I say vision or motivation? Those you know legends in the music industry that you look up to, those that influenced you musically growing up. Okay. Growing up, I would say I listened to the band a lot. Growing up, I listened to the band. I listened to One Deco. I love One Deco so much. I love One Deco so much. Like it's so crazy. I love One Deco so much. So basically, it was the band and One Deco, Poco Master and One Deco. I really loved when I was growing up. Yes, those two. But since when I, you know, started doing music. I've had a lot of people that now inspire my music. Like there is Jacob Banks. Jacob Banks is an American artist. That's my favorite artist for now. Jacob Banks is an American artist. But he's a Nigerian, but he's based in America. And his music, his songs don't sound Nigerian, but he's a Nigerian guy. So Jacob Banks, I love Jacob Banks. Then Benson, Buju. I love Buju. Buju inspires. I love Buju because of his melodies. Then I love Wandeko. And Adepunle Gold. Those are the four major. Oh. Jacob Banks, Buju, Wandekol, and Adepunle Gold. I mean, you've mentioned that you love Wandekol. I can't even count the number of times you've mentioned it. So obviously, <laughs> if I'm going to ask you, who are those artists you are looking forward to work with? I know Wandekol is going to be one of them without any doubt. 100%. 100%. <laughs> All right. I'd love to work so, with aside from, aside from Wandekol, aside from Wandekol, what are those other artists? Just name two or three more artists that you'll be willing to work with. I know there will be more than that, but just name two or three. Olamide Badu. I love to work with Olamide Badu. I love to work with Rema. I love to work with Rema so much. And then Whiskey. <laughs> I love to work with Whiskey too. And of course, Davido. Olamide, Whiskey, Davido. Rema and of course one. I'm Buju, so I know mention Buju. Buju. Of course, I'm Buju. <laughs> African stand up. Your Saturday just got more exciting as Afisto Novo, aka your musical plug, creator of the energy, present to you Cha Cha Music Review Podcast. A music review podcast that critic, review, analyze, and rate new songs from top African artists on a weekly basis. Whether you're from Ghana, Nigeria, South Africa, Kenya, Tanzania, Bini, Lesotho, Botswana, Rwanda, or even in the diaspora, Chacha Music Review Podcast is your guide for the newest African sounds. Chacha Music Review Podcast by Afistanova, amplifying the African sounds by bringing the best of African music to your ears. Like you rightly said, you know, you are somebody that loves our uh, love. You like to sing about love and all of that. So the next question I'm going to ask you is not music related, but it has to do with love. So uh, since you are the love, love, love person, are you in a relationship? Are you single? Are you in a situation or you are in God when? <laughs> Actually, I'm in between. I mean, I'm very single. I'm very much single. But still, I still did God win. <laughs> All right. I would like the fact that you didn't say, oh, I'm married to my music or I'm in love with my music because that's what a lot of people will say. They don't go want to tell us to. They'll go to the light and say they are in love with their music. Mm. It is God. Anyway, 
Let's try to get you. No, <laughs> everybody is in love with their music. Let's try to get to you know you you know a bit a bit more. So you rightly mentioned that uh you are a five hundred level student. You are also you know um in between you know you are single at the same time you know you are in love with your music. So tell us um if not for music. Say music aside, what is that other thing you see yourself doing aside from music? Hmm, that's a good one. Well, besides music, I would say I'll work in my field of study in school as a as a tech as a tech guy, a computer guy. Like the old, you know, designing, graphics designing, um, website designing, website building. Everything I'll say that is the only thing I can see myself doing. I wouldn't say I I love it per se, but yeah, well, that's the only that's the only other thing I see myself doing besides music because I love music. Even if I'm not singing, I'll I'll be into music production. Everything related to music, or maybe media, you know, this media promotion, media. This, but then. Yeah, I would say I would I'll work in my field of study. Okay, so when it comes to food, hmm, what kind of food do you like? You know, they say uh, the stomach is the fastest way to a man's heart. So mm-hmm. let the ladies, because I have, a lot of, I, have a lot of, I have a lot of ladies that are always listening to my podcast. And you can never tell, you know, your God brain might just be listening to this episode. So what, okay. what kind of food do you like? So my favorite food overall is... Um, beans and plantain but in second place i love okra soup and everything i do with okra soup it could be eba it could be amala it could be pounded jam as long as it's okra soup all right so um you know to wrap up this whole uh you know section let's quickly talk about what's next you know for you are you putting out a new music are you putting out an ep you know what next what should your fans be expecting from you yeah, my fans should expect an EP. Should be about four or five songs. I have five songs already, but I'm still contemplating maybe I should you know, take out one or leave one. So my fans should be expecting an EP song. Very soon. My songs are ready. My songs are ready. I'm just waiting for the right time to put it out. But an EP is ready. Okay, so completely ready. Okay. 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 All right. The EP is ready. And trust me, when the EP drops. I, Afistonova, as your musical plug, I will definitely let you people know so that you can go and get to listening to the EP. I'm talking about getting to listening to the EP. For people that are listening to this uh, podcast, that are discovering your music for the first time, how can they get to listen to your music? On what platforms are your music are? My music is available everywhere. Everywhere there is a song, you will see my song there. If you go into Google and just type Mackenzie Spotify or type Mackenzie 14 years, my song is there. It's on Apple Music, Audio Mac, Spotify, Deezer, SoundCloud, everywhere, YouTube Music, everywhere, my song is on all platforms. It's available for downloads on blogs. It's everywhere. My song is everywhere. All right. What about your what about your social media handles in case they want to get to reach out to you? Okay. On Instagram. My social media handle is at Mackenzie. I'll spell it. You know, my name is spelled Mackenzie. M-C-K-I-N-Z-Y. 
But instead of the I, I use one to represent the I on Instagram and on okay. Twitter. Okay. So it's at MCK1NZY. Because there's only one McKinsey. All right, McKinsey, thank you very much for being um, you know, on the podcast. I really, really do appreciate it. But it's going to it's be a disservice. It's going to be a disservice to your fans. It's going to be a disservice to my audience, the Chacha Nation, if I do not allow you to freestyle. So <laughs> let me allow you to show that talent that I have been talking about. Let me allow you to share that talent with the world and let me allow you to do a freestyle right about now. Girl, you make me high and I can't deny. Yeah. I'm crazy for your love, I am insane. Yeah, you got me high, drunk on your moonshine. I love you, baby. No cap, no forgetting. Ah, I promise to hold you down and I'll never, never let you down. Baby girl, you know you're my wife. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but once again, thank you very much for being on the podcast. I really do appreciate. And please let us know when the EP is ready so we can plug it with everybody. I mean, like I rightly said at the beginning, one of the aim of this um series is to introduce fast rising artists to the world and it also introduce the artists to the world. So in terms of, you know, musical promotion, we are always there to help, you know, fast writing artists. So when the EP drops or when whatever new project you are working on, whenever it drops, you know, allow us as Chacha Music Group Podcast and we'll do our best, you know, to spread the music out there the best way that we can. Once again, um, thank you very much for being on the podcast. I really, really do appreciate any final word, any final word to your friends and to everybody listening to this. Yeah, so uh, final words. I'll say, okay, well, keep listening to McKinsey. And if, if as a result of listening to this, you decide that, okay, you want to do music, I'll tell you, nobody will believe in you like you believe in yourself. So believe in yourself and trust the process. Please keep listening All to right. music. I promise to dish out good music from time to time. This is where I will be drawing the curtain today. It's like come your way with a brand new episode of the Chacha Spotlight series on the Chacha Music Review Podcast. My name will always remain a peace turnover, aka your musical plug, creator of the energy force. Remember, keep the energy, keep it positive, and keep it 100. Peace out. Uh, yeah. Chacha time, two time for the Chacha gang. Uh, give me the Chacha gang. Rocking with the best, Chacha gang. Uh, give me the Chacha gang. Uh, Alayela with Chacha gang. Uh, give me the Chacha gang. Watch my body, Chacha gang. Uh, give me the Chacha gang, Chacha gang. Watch my body.